you so much for doing this. I'm, I know, I, I'm glad you're down for the, the energy that I'm like, yeah, this is uh, what we got going on here, but. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, nice to meet yeah, you. I, I have obviously, you know, I've known Lisa for a little bit doing like quell stuff and love meow and I think you're a great skater and your TikToks are so funny <laughs> not to fully just come out and be such a fan girl but <laughs> no problem and I I think like um so our podcast I've just started like rehosting it and I just like to get a lot of different perspectives in skating like we've had the last person we had on was Marby Miller um and before that we had Eunice actually not right before that maybe right before no I don't even remember anymore who the order was, but you know, we have like street skaters and skaters of all different backgrounds and stuff. And like, I was attracted to the fact that, you know, you, you are going to the Olympics, which I, our first question is, where are you from and how did you start skateboarding? So, um, I'm from Montreal, Canada, Mm -hmm. and I started skating around 2001. So like in Mm -hmm. 2000, me and my brother were playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater and got interested into skateboarding and my parents bought us skateboards for Christmas, like the next year. And then I got into it and then I started high school and made friends with like the three skater dudes in my high school. But I really got hooked to skating when I met um, a group of girls from Montreal in 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, called awesome. skirt borders and I hope I mean we can talk about that too yeah no I would love to talk about that because I think like a lot of people I talk to it's like Tony Hawk is kind of the impetus of them starting the skate which I want like I I'm sure they know that obviously they just like re-release the whole thing but like it's so crazy how much that brings people into skating but usually my next question is like what was the landscape with like women so skirt borders right you said yes I feel like I've chatted with them before. That's possible. On Instagram. But That's they're pretty... I know who you're talking about, but... Yeah, so how did you connect with them? Um, I was, like, 16, and at the time, there were not a lot of girls in skating. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, in Montreal, they regrouped before I met them. So Skirtboarders mm-hmm. um, was formed in 2002, and mm-hmm. it was... 13 girls from Montreal and like basically like every single girl that skated in Montreal (laughs) at the time like there was only 13 and then I was probably like the 14th or something right so uh, I met them I was the youngest and um, they basically like the their thing was just to get united and go to like skate parks together and just like because if there's one girl at the skate park you might not notice but if there's like 13 of them it's kind of totally. cool, like, yeah, and even for competitions, like, we would go to a competition, and there was no mm-hmm. girls' categories, and because we, like, got there all together, and we're like, we all want to do it, they would, like, create a girls or females, I don't know how to, <laughs> with the yeah, right, yeah. but, like, a no, category, sure. and then, like, I don't know, it was just, like, about, like, inspiring people and, and promoting uh, women in skateboarding, so. yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah, and it was in two. So it was. So I met them in two thousand six, and it went from like two thousand two to two thousand ten, I think, something like that. But like Instagram wasn't that big at the time. It was mostly Facebook, and I remember we had like twenty five thousand followers on on Facebook in like the two thousand. That was a lot. It was like big. Yeah, yeah, like Facebook. Yeah, 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 and like almost like fifteen years ago, like it was a big deal, and we were big on MySpace too. 
Yeah, love <laughs> the top eight. I love <laughs> That's so crazy, though, because, like, I feel like I've heard this somewhere else before, but, like, you know, right when Instagram started, if you had, like, a thousand followers, that's, like, a million. Like, it's the equivalent. It's, like, 25,000 people on Facebook is crazy. It, it was a big deal, yeah. That's awesome. Um, and then... I guess you kind of touched on this a little bit, but, like, were you guys interested in competing at the time? Or, like, how did you kind of think about, like, progressing and stuff in skating? Well, yes, but, I mean, before, it was, like, we were not, like, a X Games level or, like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just, like, competing at small local contests and just, mm-hmm. I think, like, creating creating those opportunities for for girls and just making people realize that like if there's enough girls like there should be a category for us mm-hmm. so it was more yeah. like a, a, um like going to the events and having fun than like actually co- like we weren't really competing to be honest <laughs> we were basically right. just like woo it's my time to do my run like right, right. not planning like it very far from what I'm doing right now but <laughs> but but it was right. it was fun and I just think like yeah, those were more, like, mostly events, not necessarily. Yeah. So how did you start to kind of enter that, like, more higher level of contest world and skating, like, more competitively, I guess? Because obviously, you know, like, there's street skating and there's that part we'll t- we can definitely talk about. But, like, I am so interested in, like, people that are really interested in the contest aspect because I think, you know, I I only really have talked to street skaters so much, so it's nice to – or, like – I don't know. I don't know how to even describe it because, like, you could be interested in contests. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. But for me, the way I see it, that's not where I was going with my answer, but, like, the way I see it is, like, for me, getting a clip, like, getting a street clip is the same thing Mm -hmm. as a contest run where it's, like, the same amount of pressure. Like, someone's waiting for you and, like, you kind of have to perform in that moment. And that's what I like about competing and that's what I like about stacking clips. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, the extra... Uh, motivation that I need to push myself and and for contests what happened is like I guess around those times like 2006 to 2008 with the skirt borders we were traveling Mm -hmm. like we went to Mexico and do to do some like demonstrations and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and we also went to for example like do tour and a a couple contests Mm -hmm. like we had um uh West 49 Canadian Open which was like a big competition Mm -hmm. that like Vanessa and all, like Vanessa Torres yeah. and all these girls would come to so I did a couple of those but like at the time the price money was like like eight hundred dollars <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> if you won yes. and then it was like 25 yeah. grand for for guys so right. yeah so I mean I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life when I was 16 but I knew I wanted to make more than eight hundred dollars a year <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so, yes. So, so, and then like I wasn't gonna win anyways. Like I got, I don't know. I think the closest I got was like seventh or something like that. Right. right. Which I was really hyped about, but I was like seventeen, about to choose what I want to do with my life. So I just stayed in school, and um, because I loved it, like that's another thing that I do. Like I just love school, and I stayed yeah. in school in school and did a a bachelor and then a master. And when wow. the Olympics happened again, that was in 2016, uh, that it was announced that skateboarding would be included in the Olympics. Yeah. So I hadn't competed in like 10 years or almost right. 10 years. But I was like, I'll try it. Like, why not? And we had our first yeah. um, Canadian national championships mm-hmm. in Montreal and I won. 
and oh. yeah and then I was like and then because I won I got invited to skate street league and I was nice. like what is my life <laughs> like within, a, right. within a, like a couple of months no I think before that though I came to California in 2016 mm -hmm. I came to California to do my data collection for my master's thesis and I oh, filmed the um, street part for quit your day job yes I was gonna ask you like how that floated yeah exactly so that's how it floated so I, I filmed that yeah. part and then that part dropped and the year after I was invited to x games which was like mm -hmm. my biggest teenage dream yeah. and so that's how I kind of got back into skateboarding in general because for like a good amount of time I was basically like skating once every two weeks like the, right. like I was in school I wasn't like I, I love skating I never stopped skating but I wasn't skating every day for like yeah. a good amount of like seven years almost right <laughs> and right. then and so in 2016 when I came to California like I just got back to skating and I was skating with like Vanessa and Candy and yeah. Raya and all these girls and and I just got so hyped <laughs> like yeah. I, I could not focus on my, on my master's thesis I was just like filming <laughs> all right. the time And uh, yeah, that's how that's how that happened. So I got yeah. So I guess like cool. X Games and then X Games yeah got me hyped. And then I did the national championships. I won, mm -hmm. got invited to street league. And then I was like, right. I was done with school. And I was like, what am I gonna do? Like, go to the Olympics? Ha ha ha! Lol. And then I uh, yeah. So it just I just let it like kind of happen. And right. now like because I. I guess I took those opportunities. Now that's what yeah. I do full time. And I think it's really cool. <laughs> that is really cool. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I think we've talked about the structure of how you get, like, get to the Olympics with Mimi and Alex on a couple other episodes, Mimi Nuke and Alex White. Um, but basically, because you competed in X Games and Street Leagues and these national things, like, that is how you, like, for lack of a better word, like, get the points, basically, to, like, qualify to then be In lack of a better point, that's literally I the that terms that we're using. How points. many points do you have towards the Olympics? <laughs> How many points? <laughs> Is that ruining your life? How many points <laughs> you have? It's crazy. No, it's, it's cool. I, uh, I think it's cool. But, um, yeah, so I guess, do you want me to explain it, or... I can do it really quickly if you want. Yeah, like basically, f since 2018, um, every country has like national championships and then there's mm -hmm. international contests. Mm -hmm. So people are just stacking points, basically uh, yeah. attending those competitions. And how it works is like every, like, every country had um, a, quota, a quota of three people. And then mm -hmm. depending on what your ranking is, you can um, like... Um, secure, not secure, but like you can, right. like for example, in the US, like they they have more than three spots now to qualify right. for the Olympics. I think depending on like how many people you have in yeah. the top something, I don't know. Right. But like basically, we're nobody's um qualified for the Olympics yet. We still have two competitions, right? And the people who are gonna like the skaters who are gonna go to the Olympics are the people who are gonna be in the top 20 uh, at the end of like Got after it. the World Championship. And the quota of three per country still works for that top 20. So, for example, you can't have more than, like, three Americans or three Japanese in the Olympics. Right. Because they want a representation of countries. Mm -hmm. So, cool. like, for example, it's way harder for someone, like, in the U.S. or Brazil to qualify yeah. than, like, me. But I still, I'm still competing for that top 20, like, right. place. So, Cause, yeah, because, like... 
if let's just pretend like you're in Germany and you you're like number 21 and you're the best skater in Germany, like then there won't be any Germany representation if you're under the 20 spots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, for example, there's a lot of Japanese, uh, Brazilian and American in the top in the top pff, rankings right sure. now. Yeah. So, for example, like because uh, I missed the whole season because I rolled my ankle. Like, in 2019, so I missed, like, a bunch of contests. I still went, but, like, I didn't skate that well. Right. <laughs> and so right. I'm, like, for example, I'm, like, 33rd right now, which is my lucky number, by the way. <laughs> so I'm, like, 33rd, but with the quotas, I'm 16th. Because, like, oh, wow. that whole range of people are all Japanese, yeah. are, like, extras for their countries. Right. <laughs> right. That's, so, yeah, so, that is yeah. super interesting, though, because, yeah. like, I think you're explaining a part that I'm sure a lot of people it's have like questions. Stri- I, I get a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like the strategic part of it. It's kind of funny. Like sometimes yeah. we'll be like at a contest and people are like writing their like the people's points and rankings on napkins, like how many points do I need? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I better do this like trick. This I gotta get thing. Yeah, it's like this new thing in skateboarding, which is kind of like heavy for like yeah. mental health. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. like you know what I mean like but at, at the same time if you if you play it like a game it's kind of fun like if you're yeah if you're it's like anything you know what I mean like if you're totally. in a good place mentally like it's fun but if you're not you can just get full of anxiety and like right. see your friends as competitors and like that's the yeah. bad part but the good part yeah. is like when it's actually fun and it you use that to push yourself on another note, because we could definitely talk about this more, um, how did you basically, like, how did you get up, like, go decide or what connections were happening that you just filmed a part for Quit Your Day Job? That was fun. <laughs> so I went to, yeah. so I went to um, California to film, uh, to get, um, to basically, like, interview people for my master's thesis. I was studying oh, the cool. skateboarding industry in business oh, strategy. Amazing. And so... Uh, obviously most of the industry is here so I came here booked a bunch of interviews with like high-ranked people in brands and stuff so I was really hyped about that and then I came here and like I knew a couple of people like I knew Candy and stuff Candy or I think the first day Candy was here and she was filming with Monique and um, fork with your day job which was a project that I had no idea about like at the time but we went and we went street skating one night like, after one of my interviews, we went street skating, and I, like, stacked two lines in one line. Right. Like, I was just like, ha-ha, playing. Like, maybe right. I'll have a part, like, a, not a part, <laughs> maybe I'll have, like, a line in the friends yeah, section. Yeah. So we started filming like that, and um, I was there, I think, for, like, two weeks or, like, a month, and I got, mm-hmm. like, three minutes of footage in, like, a month because wow. I got so hyped. <laughs> yeah. So, but not three minutes of usable footage, but just, like, we were filming a lot, right. and and... Eric, who was the other filmer, he was like, so I had to go back. I drove to Mon- from Montreal to LA that time because I like driving a lot. Right. So I drive from Montreal to LA. It's like 58 hours or something. Yeah, <laughs> back and forth. And then I go back and Eric sends me like this one minute and a half clip of like, yeah. of like, and he goes, if you come back before April, I think it was like January at the time. Said if you come back before April, maybe you could have a full part. And I was like, "What?" (laughs) And literally, okay. And then so literally, like within a week, I packed my stuff and I drove back. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, like I did all my verbatim. Like I don't know how. Yeah. To, I just went like, right. and then took my car, took my dog again, and just drove back to California. And uh, yeah, and um, and finished the part. Like I I filmed the whole part pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. got a lot of extra footage. So that was fun. It was honestly like one of the best decisions I've taken because then it's opened so many doors. And like I had dinner with Mo- Monique yesterday and we talked yeah. about it. And it's kind of oh. sick because we realized that it's, like, I don't know if we can talk about this, but like yesterday Monique was like, yeah, Red Bull TV bought the movie and now it's available uh-huh. for free because people had to, to buy it before. Yeah. And now it's like available for free on Red Bull TV. So I like started watching it last night again. I hadn't watched the whole thing in yeah. so long. And I got super emotional. Oh, I, I'm glad you said that, though. And I can cut it out if it's not, um, if we can't talk about that. But I'm glad because I want to link it. Because I know I talk about it so much. And we talked about it so much, obviously, with Alex. That, like, yeah, I'd love to, you know, share that with more people. Because I think, I think, and maybe I'm wrong, but wasn't that really the first only, like, women's whole video? No, it's um, not the first. But because um, Lisa who uh, owns Meow, she already did uh, Villa Villa Cola. I don't know what year it came out, but it was like 2004, 2005. And then Skirt Borders had a, uh, a movie mm, too, okay, 2006. Cool. But then like it had been almost 10 years. Yeah. And uh, Quit Your Day Job came out. And it's like, I think they say it's like the first um, all uh, women, prof- like all professional women skaters in okay. over a decade. So right. even like, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. In terms of, so then I, that was kind of actually a good segue to the, another question I was going to ask, which was, were you riding for Meow at the time? Or like, did you have other, <laughs> other sponsors or what happened? It's like, really Clearly cool. you love Meow so much, basically. <laughs> it's, cool. it's cool memories. I love these questions. I, I had dinner with Monique and Lisa last night. <laughs> um, yeah. So Meow, the Meow story. Okay, so Meow is like, has always been my favorite brand i just love it like i just love the aesthetic and what it represents too because like meow was basically created to turn women pro that couldn't be like that brands because even just a couple years ago people were not interested in turning women pro so lisa started meow to turn like her favorite skaters pro basically right (laughs) which is amazing to me yeah and so i've always been really hyped on meow and um so on that trip to California, I had a sponsor, um, a board sponsor from Montreal, mm-hmm. and it was called Technical Skateboard. So I filmed a lot of my part with technical mm-hmm. boards. Yeah. But when I was here, Lisa like asked me if I would be interested to skate for Meow, and <laughs> I was just like, yes, like, <laughs> please. <laughs> and so I, I, I left awesome. that first trip with like my first Meow boards, basically. But it's right. funny because like two years before that, I um, had a girlfriend who like gave me Meow stuff for my birthday, I think. Like, so uh-huh. I have, it's really cool because don't tell Lisa, but like I've been on Meow for five years, I think, like, um, yeah. like a couple days ago, almost. Oh, wow. And so I was going to make a post of me with like the, my first boards and yeah. then me now because I just grabbed boards yesterday. Aww. So I'm going to post that <laughs> to, probably tomorrow. Okay, well, five years out, of but... Meow. No, you, you can use it. <laughs> Yeah, that's so cute. That's really awesome. I mean, I I agree with you for the same reasons. Like, I think Meow is 
so cool and I love their graphics and I've recently well not that recently I've had a cat for four years now but I wasn't a cat person before and now I'm like oh there's a cat and it's this (laughs) oh you know what I'm afraid of cats wanted to shift to another um part which this actually kind of I did write physical health in my notes and you did touch on mental health but this kind of goes in with what I was going to say which is like obviously and I said this to you before we were like actually recording that I love your TikTok (laughs) but I was noticing also like just in your social media in general like I think you made this post about how important it is to actually like think about your physical health you know and you said something about like a tune-up specifically but obviously like you're competing at like I hate saying like athlete level but I feel like I mean the Olympics is that and like I don't know if that's weird for me to say that to you but you know what I mean um but I wanted to know you know if you had any like tips or what you think about ways to really just like check in with your physical self (laughs) of course I mean So I had a friend, I'll start with a story. I had a friend yeah. who um, was all like, not pro, but I, or maybe he was, but for like a small brand back home. And he was a, just a really good skateboarder. And like, I remember now he can't skate because like he keeps hurting his knees and stuff because he was always out partying and like skating mm-hmm. all the time, never took care of his body, never stretched. And um, he was like 32 and couldn't skate for the rest of his life, like, because he kept um, t- tearing his ACL and hurting himself. And I remember one time we had coffee and he just like, not, not like kind of recently, like maybe like six or seven years ago. And he just started like, he was crying and he was like, like, I regret, like, this is the only thing in my life that I regret is like not taking care of my body so that now I'm like not even old and I can't touch a skateboard anymore. Right. And it really stuck with me because... I'm skating a lot and I feel like like I don't want to be that person who like can't skate for the rest of my life at any point like I want to be able to skate forever and I think that's how I approach taking care of my body like it's not like I don't like personally going to the gym and like or I love now I actually do love like stretching and yin yoga and stuff like that but like I don't know though I think like for me it's more about making sure that I can skate longer and better then like yeah. that's how I, I approached the gym and like taking care of my body so like for example like before if I rolled my ankle I was like nah like ice it it doesn't it doesn't matter like who cares right. it's gonna yeah, I'll skate on it <laughs> right. like, right. now, like whatever now I like like go to physio do like a bunch of things that I've learned also because you you build on what you learn with every injury right. so like like even like Una, she rolled her ankle like I think last week or something. And then like people reach out to me too now because I think it's cool because we're like kind of all learning at the same time because nobody right, in skateboarding right. was really taking care of their injuries. Totally. <laughs> so like we would see like videos of Andrew Reynolds take ice baths and we're like, what is this? <laughs> you know, but like now I understand and I just think that it's it's important if if like if you love skateboarding as much as I do, like. Mm -hmm. take care of your body because if you want to do it forever (laughs) yeah 
definitely. That's awesome. And then obviously in the more fun uh, side of the coin, your TikTok presence is amazing. Thank <laughs> uh, you. What? what do you like what goes through your mind when you're I I mean there's like so many different things that you obviously post on TikTok but like do you what do you what do you like (laughs) doing okay so TikTok to me is I have to be careful because it's very addictive addictive to me yeah like I have a TikTok problem so now I don't really scroll as much like I don't let myself scroll as much um yeah but I just love the TikTok vibe in general. Like, it, I think it's just like, it's my kind of humor. It's my kind of like content, basically. So, right. <laughs> so, but the way I approach what I do on TikTok is just like whatever I feel inspired to do, I just do it. And I really mm-hmm. don't care about TikTok. I don't know if that makes sense, but like Instagram, yeah, I kind of yeah. have to be careful. TikTok, I'm right. like, oh, I have this idea. Like I'm on the couch and like, haha, this is good. this is funny. I just film myself in like a couple angle right. and make it funny with a sound. Right. And like, I don't know, it's way more um, organic and, and yeah, uh, yeah. And like, I, yeah. I like to follow trends and I don't know, the content yeah. is, the content is funny. I like to, like what I love the most is like when I see something funny, like a funny trend or something, I try to adapt that trend to skateboarding or women skating, right. like the things that I do so yeah. that people who follow me can relate because it's, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's, yes. um, <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, I love TikTok. <laughs> I had someone that, like, isn't in the skate world send me one of your TikToks. Really? Um, about, like, when I try, I'm not, it sounds so embarrassing talking to you about your own TikTok. No, I want to know. Whatever you, the one of you um saying, like, when I go to try a trick or something, was it that one? Is that one? Maybe I'll look at what I'm trying to say to you. <laughs> the one that was like, oh, if um my body, when I think I, like, can try this trick or something like that. I don't know. Am I making this up? Okay, wait. What is it? Oh, me. De- no, me deciding to become a professional skateboarder. <laughs> my body. <laughs> that day I was really sore. That's why. Like, see, like my inspiration is pretty simple. Like that day I was just really <laughs> sore. And then I saw this, this, um, I, someone did something completely different with that sound. But I was like, yeah, that's what I'm feeling right now. <laughs> right. Completely. And like, um, I did another one yesterday, I think it's like, um, when I, like I've had generalized anxiety for the past two years for a bunch of reasons. Yeah. And since I got to Cal- like I'm in Cal- California right now, and getting ready for do tour and all those competitions. Yeah. And I'm feeling really good, like the best I've Aww. felt in a couple years. That's and awesome. and so that's how I felt like on the couch. I kind of used that same audio, but it, uh, like a little bit different. Right. Right. Uh, and uh, yeah, so. And it, I don't, like, plan content on TikTok. I just do whatever I feel. Like, I was like, I'm feeling so good. Oh, really? And then I had this idea. So I just, like, I just do it right away, post it, and right. and then it lives there. There, there yeah. she goes. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Wait, I do have a follow-up question that I'm going to forget if I don't ask you. Can you not say lesbian on TikTok? Yeah, you can. But, because... Oh, yeah, the, the like dollar bean. Thing with the dollar L no, it's because it's because the original one, and it's funny because I don't know if you you saw my reaction to it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, I'll post it in the, I'll post <laughs> the details of the podcast. So I was scrolling, and then literally I see this TikTok. It's because sometimes if you write like, for example, if you write sex in your thing, then it can like 
shadow ban your videos or stuff so people write like segs like s-e-g-g-g-s like you know what i mean right, right. And you'll, like find a different way so lesbian like sometimes you can get shadow banned too for that word so people just use like signs to write That's it so funny because <laughs> i was like because so, i yeah. know obviously it's not like an american like obviously i think because it's china you know the the free speech is a little different there so i was like wait can you not say that no no you can but the funny part is like there's a, a trend on TikTok. well it's not a trend but like you can make like series say what you're what you yeah. write in your tiktoks i'm just trying to right. explain it <laughs> but yeah. like for people who don't might not know but, but like so yeah, so for example you can have like a whole caption in your video and then siri's gonna say what what you're saying right, right, right. so the per that person wrote lesbian with like a dollar sign like l-e yeah, dollar yeah. sign and then bean instead of right. bn and so siri was like um What happens when you're the only le dollar bean in the group chat or something right, right. like that? And I was le just dollar. scrolling and I heard when I had like le dollar bean and yeah. I was like, oh, like I literally like screamed and it was actually a stitch of someone stitching that first part of the video and yeah. I don't know people just started going crazy about like yeah. le dollar bean le dollar and bean. I so I was hype. <laughs> I, I was like, I so I identify as the Le Dollar Bean from the Adam. Don't call me anything beans. else. My sexuality, Le Dollar Bean. <laughs> Love that. Nothing okay, else. we can stop talking about TikTok for those over the age of 30 that are listening. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what is next for you? I mean, obviously, the Olympics is on the horizon, but is there anything we should be looking out for? <laughs> so basically the earth, the earth is flat so the olympics are there and then i just fall <laughs> there's nothing yeah, after your, there's your nothing career after. is over no i don't know i don't know um <clears throat> i'm so focused on like the olympics and stuff that i don't even want to think about what's next mm -hmm. yet yeah. um yeah. i know for sure not another olympics <laughs> like i know i'm gonna do something else after uh but i have a couple plans uh like i have a lot of options i just don't know what i want to do yet and yeah yeah i don't i don't know but like maybe competitions but for fun and like right. all, uh, i i think like don't don't quote me on that but yesterday mm -hmm. i i told lisa that um my next plan was to film a, a street part so cool That's a meow exciting. street part so that would be yeah. That would be fun. I have zero clips yet, though, so don't... don't That's okay. Don't. That will get there. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I think we can wrap this up. So where can people find you on all the platforms? <laughs> um, main one is Instagram and then TikTok. And they both have the same handle. So it's my cool. name. So it's the A. Awesome. I don't know. I never know how to say it. It's the at Nidulia. Yeah, and um, and then Facebook, but um, and then I have a website. I'm on YouTube. I'm basically <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I have a, one thing that might be cool though. Um, recently with Vans, we did um like five videos on YouTube, to, like five tutorial for beginners. So oh, I don't nice. know if like that interests people, but that's one of the latest project, like really cool project that I did. And yeah. so if people are interested to learn to skate, I have five videos in English on youtube i will definitely post that because i just posted this whole like story thing about what people want to see on quell and a lot of people said tutorials so let's go it's like from your first time to a kick um 
first time on a skateboard to a kickflip. Cool. That's so exciting. You can't see it, but I just lost a very purple hair. Thanks for listening to Quell Party. If you like the podcast, please rate us five stars and leave a review. We'll be back every other week with a new episode. You can find all things Quell on quellskate.com or on Instagram at quellskate. Thanks for joining the party. <laughs>